Hello, mommy. Hi, sweet pea. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to Youth and the Youthful. I'm your host, sweet pea. And I'm mommy. And I hope your week is going well. This week went by quickly. We'll skip over that. <laughs> it did go by as, very as usual. <laughs> um, and this week we're getting into more questions. Um, more questions being asked. For mommy. Yes, more questions for mommy. The more questions for mommy segment of the podcast. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Um, as a millennial and as someone who's on social media a lot and someone okay so i'm 26 just turned 26 trying to figure out my life and my career and everything and it seems like everyone my age or a little bit older is also trying to figure that out Mm -hmm. um and i do know people who are older um i have some friends who are older and i feel like it's that whole you know when you get and even on social media too people post videos and they're like when you get into your 30s you're not going to care what people think or maybe not going to but it gets easier not to care what people think Mm -hmm. and you're gonna know yourself better and Mm -hmm. you're gonna know what you want all that stuff and like i get it because when i was younger when i was like i always go back to like when i was 10 i just thought i knew everything i really thought i knew everything i'm like obviously so crazy (laughs) to think that now and it's just like looking obviously looking forward to growing as a person and Mm -hmm. understanding myself and getting to a place in my career where i'm happy and making the kind of money i want to make blah 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 blah, all those like goal kind of things um but so i wanted to ask since that is happening with me and then other people online about just like feeling lost or maybe like not knowing what to do or i don't know just being in that state and it's interesting how we're all in that Mm -hmm. place Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if that is how you felt when you were that my age do you have any advice for us how do you feel now how did you feel in your 30s? How did you feel in your 40s? That's a good question. Um, so you want me to remember back into my 20s. Okay. That's a good question. I don't know. Um, I have to think back. I'm thinking back in my 20s. So your age, at your age, I was already married. Oh, yeah. You always do. You say that. Yeah. I'm always so surprised. I'm like, what? So, yeah. But that I, was normal, I got married at right? 25. I don't know. It wasn't that long ago. I got married at 25. Um, It's very interesting because I I got married at 25. I was out of college. I wanted, of course, I wanted to make money. You know, my my goal at the time or the information that was given is you need to make double your salary. Mm -hmm. So I should have been making $50,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And if I think back, I think I was. Okay, that's good. and I don't, it's, I don't know. I don't, I was in advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I, I was probably making more than that with commissions, but I was in sales and advertising, I think when I was 25. See, it's, I have to remember. In any case, um, I was in advertising. I started as an assistant mm-hmm. and I knew I didn't want to do that forever. <laughs> how, okay, Although, so how long were you an assistant? Oh my gosh. Because I think it's, for me, learning a lesson a lesson of patience and timing, right? So if you were like an assistant, I mean, I mean everyone's path is different too, right? That's the thing. You could it have been is. an assistant for six months and then they're like, you're amazing and then move up. And then of course, the, you know, the, the time and opportunity and all that stuff, mm-hmm. different, different times. But how long were you an assistant so for? I have to think about this because I started as an assistant. 
Um, Maybe I should have prepped the questions yes. prior. <laughs> I started as an assistant, and then I moved into sales because uh, as as I was assisting, I was actually helping mm-hmm. one of the account exec in sales, and so I I made some sales with her that way, and then I went into um, public service sales because nobody wanted to do that because no money was in it. So assistant for a year. Just um, guess. I'm gonna say probably two or three years okay two or three years okay probably two or three years when i think about it most of my jobs um, before i moved up was like at least three years two okay. years three years and then i moved up and i moved around and moved up mm-hmm. um so yeah i was in sales and that wasn't necessarily something i wanted to do mm-hmm. it was great money when the money was great and it was terrible when it was terrible mm-hmm. um i was good at it mm-hmm. um and um, so I did that. You did that for a long time, though. Uh, I was in sales for, oh my gosh, like probably 15? 13 years. Okay, then. Sorry to, uh-huh. to stop you, but going back to being in your 20s mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, feel. did you feel how I guess this generation feels of like, I don't know where I am. I'm lost. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. What's the next step? Like, how do I get there? Do I have, you know, the right people around me? Like, you know, th- those kind of questions. Like, what, what what do I do next? Like, are my friends helping me? Are my, like, what do I ask my parents? Like, that, you know, those kind of things. Like, what was going through your head while you were working in sales? as an uh as an assistant you don't remember I, 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 no i was a married woman with a child so what was going through my head was okay I mean, was that, that make, was before that was like years so you, when you were 31 you were an assistant i thought you were already like doing no i was 31 i was in sales okay right so I was a little in before sales. me a little bit before me <laughs> it, it wasn't that much time before you so a little before you um you said at 25 you were married i was married so right was, so that's my that's around the age you are now so that's around the age right. your friends are wondering this that and the other at 25 i was wondering i was traveling to work i was coming home to you know 26 i had you at 31 yeah so 25 so I wasn't thinking about anything, honestly, <laughs> when I think about it now in retrospect, because it was, I, I was thinking about paying off my school loans. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Where about- Where were you living? At 25? Yeah. When I'm, I, we were living in Fresh Meadows. Okay. So you had your own place. Yes. You were we just had to- <laughs> living the life, huh? We had our own place. Um, you were just living the life. You're living everyone's know. life. Yeah. I would love to be married in my own home, making enough money to pay rent, you know, like- I I feel like I don't know. There's something lost with with us. I think I think what I don't want to say lost, but you know, the, so much has changed. Like just because that was our goal. You go to school, you get a you get your degree, you 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 do well in business, you get you get married, you have children, you have the picket fence, the car, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And now um, your generation is like, I don't need to do that. At first, it's about bettering myself, and then then I'll get married, and then I'll have children. So it's further down the line. So it's not something that was foremost. But career is um, still really important. Career Career is still important, but you know, my I wanted to have six kids. You know, I couldn't. Mm. You know, those are the things that that I desired to do. Um, I wanted to be a psychologist, so I mean, and you, you know, had the cats when you were twenty five. Yeah. Oh well, no, <laughs> Khabib and Mozzie, they probably came around um, a couple of years before you came. So you were like twenty nine, so, twenty eight. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, could be those are my first babies. Yeah, so I, I think that I think right I think the generation now your goals are a lot different, right? So I wanted to make money, but money wasn't isn't it still isn't a motivating factor for me. I want to do the things that I enjoy doing, and if it if the job doesn't pay what I want it to pay, I can create the job somewhere else or. I, I, I just make wherever I am something that I enjoy. And then when I don't enjoy it, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. That's when I, it, it's time to look other places. And I think for you all, you know, because even my coming up, it was like get a good government job, you know, get a, get a pension, be mm-hmm. be secure in your older age. Now you're like, man, we need security now. We want to do these things now. Yeah, you know, that's when true. That, the older age will come when it comes. And I think just think the perspective is just it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's just different. And just what you said earlier, I was thinking about it because I cared what people thought, and then I I really didn't. You know, I didn't. Um, it wasn't something that stopped me from doing things. Mm-hmm. I think you know I cared more about what I thought about myself mm-hmm. than what others thought about me. Yeah, I think social media has like. A huge play in that in this generation um i was gonna ask do you remember how much your rent was <laughs> this child um um i don't remember it was it was based on our salaries okay um maybe 1200 okay that's not I don't remember. For a one bedroom. It was a one bed. I love I that remember little that apartment. apartment. Yeah. The if the I could Venetia. go back there. It was tiny. I mean, Venetian doors. Yeah. You know, by yeah. myself. It was th- two story walk up. Nice area. Yeah. Um, no elevator. No elevator. <laughs> no, two story walk up. Honey. Yeah, I don't remember walking up those steps, though. I remember being in the apartment, but yeah. I don't remember those steps. I love the, ki- the kitchen Venetian doors, though. That was I it. don't remember the doors. I just remember the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it, it was a nice site. It was a nice apartment mm-hmm. to start out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was nice um, the room to was begin a nice with. Size. Yeah, it was a nice size apartment. It was it was nice. Mm-hmm. In, in a nice neighborhood, I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Um, because you couldn't find parking, so you had to park park up the street or down the block. I wasn't fearful walking home at night. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a different time. It was a nice time, but yeah. Um, so I guess if you could, if you could talk to yourself mm. at that age, between twenty five and before me, so twenty five and thirty, right? Mm-hmm. What would you tell yourself? The first thing that came to mind is to start investing in your mm. pension immediately. Like, like okay. isn't that what I told you? Yeah. Like, start immediately. When I got out of school, because I worked for a couple of places before I settled at, um, at um, Where you are. Gannett Outdoor okay. mm-hmm. before I got into sales. And I remember them coming and talking about 401ks and, and, and Roth ID, uh, Roth IRAs and... And I was like, I'm not giving them. What am I doing with that money? I was young, dumb. I was dumb. <laughs> um, and I was like, I didn't. I had school loans, but you know, I had some credit card bills, but I wasn't in terrible debt, and you know, I needed a new pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like I was dumb, mm. and I didn't have. I don't. Um, I don't think you were dumb. Just I was like, dumb. 
You think? Absolutely. I feel like just not aware or nope. educated on. No, I think it was dumb because there were people who were coming in and educating us and, and giving us, you know, they do seminars at the job that people come similar to what they do now mm-hmm. and, and tell you, it was you know, invest in your future. Mm-hmm. And if I had started then, I'd have way more money mm-hmm. um, saved up for retirement than I do now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's one thing I would tell myself. Definitely. Um, start investing in your future immediately. I think the second thing I would tell myself is to take risks. Mm. You know, don't, everything I'm saying to to myself is what I say to you, you know, take risks, try a job, you know, take a position, apply for the position, you're smart, you're, you're, um, you're talented, you're capable, you're amiable, people like you, you know how to communicate, Mm. you can think, Try the job. And and like I was telling you the other week, you know, women start automatically with a no. Mm -hmm. They start with a no in their thoughts. They start with a no in in assessment. Mm -hmm. Where men is like, yeah, let me just go for it. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? You're not going to, it's not like the world's not going to end. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take the chance and see. And it's it's funny today in one of the... um, the um, programs they had at work today was saying most people start out in jobs they you know it has nothing to do with what they went to school with Mm -hmm. or for Mm -hmm. and they end up finding exactly what it is that they want to do so Mm -hmm. try something and Mm -hmm. if you see something that you you know oh that looks interesting try it it's like okay no this really isn't for me you're young enough you can be in a job well for five years and move on to something else Mm -hmm. you know when you were maybe a little younger but still you're still in your 20s you have the opportunity <laughs> to try crazy. something yeah. and if you don't like it say you know what let me try something else what do you think the cutoff date is never I I'm kidding <laughs> no no, no I know yeah I'm yeah. kidding so the woman today was talking about starting her own business because of the pandemic and, and, right, she, and she's 60 something years old mm-hmm. so it's, you're never too old as long as you can breathe and think mm-hmm. you're good mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're good and like she was saying if you there are some things around you that you don't know find people that do know mm-hmm. you know i i can't remember his name bob he used to always say um the the gm at gwb he said if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong you're room, in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. get another you know find another group you need people that are smart around you so you can learn and and give and take from each other mm-hmm you know, so that's another thing. Take risks. I'm not necessarily a risk taker. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've been blessed to have opportunities afforded to me, mm-hmm. and I've been blessed to have um, allies. Mm-hmm. You know, people would say, "Oh, Keisha can do that," or ask you. You know, so and you, those are the things that you need. Those are the people that you need in your life. Mm-hmm. And I've been blessed to have opportunities be given to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you need to try things, just try different things. I'm not a risk taker, and I'm not a rule follower necessarily, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, I am I'm, I don't take risks. It's funny because like my personality, which I've realized a lot more, is like it's all or nothing, right? Mm. So when you say take a risk, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna quit my job tomorrow, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, obviously that's not what you're saying, no. but that is how <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? That's yes. how my brain works like it's like extreme or nothing at all that's an Aries yeah that's That's how that's how I am so like yeah when I hear you say that I'm like okay I'm gonna go (laughs) 
calculated <laughs> risk. Take a calculated risk, and 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 also be okay with the consequence. You know, mm-hmm. be willing, be okay with what's lost. You know, it, 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 even if like you're starting out on your own business, if you want to do your own business, know that you're not gonna be able. You're gonna lose some sleep. You mm-hmm. know, you might have to put some upfront money. You mm-hmm. might have to do some some you know late nights. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to sacrifice something. But see the you know weigh the risks to the to the gains. Mm-hmm. Um, what else would I tell myself? Um, you know, it's, it's funny because I, I wasn't always confident. Like I, and, and I have to really look, I have to really dig back to see (laughs) at the time when I wasn't, but I wasn't always confident. And I, I think I would tell myself earlier to believe in myself, Mm. you know, because I I got to a point, I guess, like in my twenties when I was a wife and a mother, mm-hmm. you know, that, that I had to have a certain monicum of confidence to mm-hmm. do what I needed to do. But I think I would tell myself to get it a little quicker mm-hmm. um, because I am capable, mm-hmm. you know, and um, just take that and go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're talking, like, uh, the first thing, well, not the first thing, but one of the things I'm thinking about is, like, I wish I could see you, like, at that age, mm. obviously before I was born, mm. just like see you walking down the street, going into your apartment, just to like see what you were like. I, I was me. I mean, obviously you're the same. <laughs> you're probably the same, but obviously yeah. a little different. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, you know how I'm just, I'm just imagining mm, like mm-hmm. you I was living great. your life. I was and... great. I was fun. That was, <laughs> was me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I don't. I. I think most people could say who who know me. That mm-hmm. I'm pretty much the same person, just maybe a little more, just more mature. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, obviously, I know you on a different yes. level because I'm your daughter. Yes. So I think that's more what it is like knowing you, not as my mom. Yes, yes. Because yes. I, I mean, we're friends now, but mm-hmm. like, you're still my mother. So oh, yeah, of course, and I'll always be. Yes, you'll still be my baby. Um. Okay. I don't know if I have any other questions. Do you have any other any other advice? Oh, like I was saying earlier, you know, just with the people that you surround yourself with, you know, you get a mentor. Mentors are really helpful for um, giving advice. Mm-hmm. People in your field, people mm-hmm. in fields that you want to get involved in, mm-hmm. you know, just get a mentor um, so they can give you some guidance and find a sponsor. What does that mean? A sponsor is someone who um, they're in. Um, they're there to influence others and to support you, like when um, to support you in your career growth. Mm-hmm. So they're there to to be a little more than a mentor, not for guidance, but actually like a hands-on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe like it, taking you to um, industry events or introducing you to industry people, and then you know saying that you know she can do this, she can do that, mm-hmm. just kind of doing that. Um, um, an ally is um, someone who um, speaks to, up for you even though it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like if some, someone is saying something racial or someone saying something that isn't inappropriate about you, that they speak up for you mm-hmm. even though you're not there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they kind of put themselves on the line. Um, and the, the biggest thing that you need is an advocate. It's someone who will speak up for you when you're not present. Mm-hmm. And and I've I've had a lot of advocates like in my life. Mm-hmm. I think about Chris Carr. I think about Uncle Gary, Gary mm-hmm. Barber. I think about um, Diane Barasa and Barbara Glustoff. A lot of those people were my advocates, and that when they would put my name, uh, you know, in the hat, say, mm-hmm. "Well, you know, Keisha can do this." Mm-hmm. So they advocated for me. Um, 
and read the confidence code we just my the women's book club at my job just finished doing that um it's the it's called the confidence code the science of art and self-assurance it's what a woman should know by katie k and claire shipman really really good and 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 it it just i enjoyed it because one it lets you know that you whatever doubts you're having you know what other insecurities you're having whatever your uncertainties you're having not knowing where to go how to go what to do mm-hmm. every person every woman because mm-hmm. the book is about women mm-hmm. has them mm-hmm. you know and men have them too but we just we internalize it differently mm-hmm. and we we you know work through it differently and these were there were women in there who were neuros- neuroscientists who were at the top of their political positions and you know were just running businesses professional athletes and every one of them every one of them mm-hmm. had a, a had a confidence um issue something would mm-hmm. come up mm-hmm. and you know if, if and they talked about how if a woman made a mistake she would commiserate about it for days on end mm-hmm. where a man if he made a mistake because they again they did the interviews and, and um surveys a man made a mistake he's like oh my bad <laughs> and he kept it moving mm-hmm. so um and it talked about our, our wiring and how women are genetically wired and what people expect of us and there was one thing in the book um where a woman would write down the name and the qualifications of each woman that she met that was qualified to do a job. And when she went somewhere and she spoke or she was speaking to other people in different circles and it's like, oh, we can't find anybody to do the job, she would take out the book mm-hmm. and say, well, this person right here can do that. Mm-hmm. So and that, again, having a sponsor, an advocate and, mm-hmm. and for yourself. But I, I really suggest that you, you and whomever else reads the book mm-hmm. um, because it's very helpful. It, it's a quick, it's an easy read. It's not, you know, mm. boring stuff. Mm-hmm. It's an easy read. But, um, yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is is really, really just believing in yourself. You know, just believing that you're capable of doing. And, again, Chris Carr gave me the best advice ever. He's like, your mistake is not going to, you know, bring <laughs> the company down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So make a mistake. Be yeah. willing, to, you know, take the risk. Make a mistake. You have to fail in order to succeed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. take the risk. That's a lot of what I'm learning now too. I think we're a lot of people, or a lot of people can be. I know for myself, it's like staying in my head so much mm. that like it feels like the end of the world. Mm. And I'm I'm actively every day having to practice like. If I send this email and it is missing a period or like the word is misspelled, it doesn't mean that I'm not good enough or mm-hmm. I'm not capable, all that stuff. So I have to like constantly battle. And then also something too um, is apologizing. Mm. Like how women apologize for all everything. Like I'll type out an email like I apologize. And I'm like, nope. I'm just going to say what I need to say. And it's, it's an active, it's just like an active thing that I have to, you know, I have to remind myself mm-hmm. constantly to do to get comfortable with and like even and I think another thing too I'm trying to figure out is like fighting for myself so because it can feel like asking for too much or being like a burden like even when we're talking about like negotiating salaries and mm-hmm. stuff like that like asking for what you want because it may seem like it's like a crazy thing but really it's not not at and, all and yeah sometimes it just feels weird but i i'm thankful for you and like, the other people in my life who are there and i've heard these things you know over and over again i'm now i'm now finally applying them because i don't want to be you know 
apologetic all the time mm-hmm. and passive aggressive and all those things mm. constantly i want to like grow and develop that way mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm i'm trying to figure it out we're all trying to figure it out um but one more question before we end mm-hmm. i was gonna ask what do you think was your like i mean what do you think was like your main focus at that time so like i think back to when i was like in middle school high school stuff like that school was kind of easy for me so i didn't really care about classes it was like I do the work and that's not like even a a thought mm-hmm. after, right? At the when I was younger, I think it was just like having a good time, like I don't know, watching TV shows, mm-hmm. like um hanging out with friends, playing mm-hmm. the piano, like mm-hmm. little things like that. And then when I got into high school, same thing. I think oh, I think the biggest thing obviously once I got to junior year was like getting into college. So I was thinking about extracurricular activities. I was thinking about money that i was gonna make during the summer because i only work during the summers mm-hmm. and then i guess kind of going out with friends or like that wasn't a thing and then college came and i'm like okay i want friends like i want more people i want a network i want all that stuff so i started to do that more mm-hmm. um and my focus obviously was graduating so it was like school kind of like getting a glimpse of being on the outside world when work is going to be your whole life basically (laughs) and now and then and in that time yeah friends that was a huge thing and then after college I think I was focusing on friends but also obviously finding my career path and now my career and my next steps like finding my own place having a dog getting my debt down like all those adult things are what I'm really focusing on so how has that changed for you do you think how has what changed for me? Like your focus as time goes on. Or do you think your focus has been the same? Yeah, I did. see, you should have asked me these questions before. I mean, these I questions kind of no, came no, as It's fine, we're it's fine. I don't, my focus, again, in my 20s, um, it was definitely hanging out with my friends, mm. you know, but I'm not a really a hanger outer. Uh-huh. Um, I'm really a, um, I'm kind of a homebody. And, mm-hmm. and I've also been blessed that my friends who were my friends in high school are still my dear friends now. Mm-hmm. Um, and my colleagues, I always find friends, you know, I was wherever I was. So it was hanging out possibly but not really mm-hmm. um one of my focuses then was getting out of debt mm-hmm. um it was saving up money mm-hmm. it was going on vacation mm-hmm. um it was taking care of you mm-hmm. um it was um <laughs> you know yeah i mean that that at the time was my focus and 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 again i my career has always been important and I think what was was what was most important for me in my career is to to excel in whatever it is that I was doing Mm -hmm. and um I think when I when I did that I was happy I was I was good Mm -hmm. um I always wanted to you know a title wasn't really something I really cared about that much either. What? Titles. Oh, titles. Um, I've Job always titles. been in management positions, mm-hmm. but after, it's funny, I always start as an assistant and then I end up right in management, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was basically my goal at the time. We were, um, we first got, when I first married your dad, we were looking to move. So we were looking to buy a house um, in uh, Maryland, but then recession, depression, something hit. Mm-hmm. So we ended up staying here in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, I guess so that was my focus. Now? 
my focus not taking now. care of me well not that you don't take care of me but like you don't have to because i'm not a child like i'm not like a baby right right you're, you're capable of taking care of yourself um <laughs> my now that's a good question my focus now is to um <laughs> get out of debt <laughs> um definitely save more money travel um i do want to grow at the port mm-hmm, you um, do yeah i mean i've been taking on lots more responsibilities and taking on different roles mm-hmm. and i might be taking on another one um i'll tell you about that afterwards um so I just want to take on more responsibility. Um, just just during the pandemic, you know, my name has come across people's desks and people in, in higher positions, and you know, they're looking to me, right? And I I, I, I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> um, my focus, yeah, to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, lose my COVID-19 mm-hmm. um, um, I don't really as, as far as work goes just life in general just life in general um, I mean those are good answers if yeah you can. I, I mean <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I just I want to be happy mm-hmm. um, I think I want to be married again mm-hmm. um, haven't really started looking into that you know that was a whole conversation before um that's about it i don't really have like again you you know i don't have those 10 years and 10, 10 years where you see yourself kind of things 10 years i'll be 66 uh-huh. um i'll be fully vested at the port uh-huh. so i'll be very happy about that um where will you be living i you know it, it all depends if i'm in a relationship that's true mm-hmm. if i'm in a relationship is possibly wherever that person you know wants to be um if you and I don't move to you Arizona mm-hmm. um yeah I don't know <laughs> I don't okay know. well I don't know is a good answer because I don't know either oh, so <laughs> I was gonna say what well, in 10 years where do you see yourself definitely not in New York okay um hopefully having my own business hopefully <laughs> yeah okay so 10 years ideally right if, mm-hmm. if I could do anything in this world I would not be in New York. If mm-hmm. anything, I would be in some other state. In, I would have a home in some other state mm-hmm. in this country, but also be traveling a lot more. Um, I would be, 10 years, I'll be 36. So I'll be married. Mm-hmm. I'll have a dog. Three dogs. I'll, I'll have one I'll have for three. now. three. That's what I, I was going to say. I'll definitely <laughs> have lots of dogs. Go ahead. Um, career, yeah. having my, making, making money in multiple areas. Mm-hmm. Um creating having like a schedule created for myself yeah being healthy having like a set routine like either it's yoga all the time or like working out um that's it i just like that's my thing like right now i guess that's these are quote-unquote short-term goals yes but i want to have my own place Mm mm-hmm I want to get out of New York. Mm-hmm. I want to be in. A, I want to be happy in my career, mm-hmm. so stable. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I'm not stable now monetarily, but like mentally stable mm. <laughs> in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I want a dog and out of debt. Mm-hmm. That's like those are the things I'm off. I'm focusing on right now. Mm-hmm. That in the future, yeah, it'll be interesting. Ten years, like say, 
when I do accomplish all those things, like what will I be even doing? What would mm-hmm. I be? What would I want at that point? Right, right. Yeah, I want to craft. <laughs> I want to color. I want to paint. I want to mm-hmm. go through my craft in the basement. Get stuff done there. Um, I, 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 I want to coach mm-hmm. or mentor mm-hmm. or you know sponsor mm-hmm. <laughs> um, someone someone's mm-hmm. so that's something I'm I in 10 years could possibly have um, established my own business mm-hmm. in, in and around either coaching or mentoring mm-hmm. yeah okay that's one thing I can think of so the quote for this week is very fitting um, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career I've lost almost 300 games 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. Mm. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Mm. That's by Michael Jordan. Very good. Very good. Yeah, um, definitely have a fear of failure, but I'm I'm working on it. So go out there this week and make mistakes and take risks. Because we don't know where that will lead you. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye now.